There's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. fans how you doing today it's time for talking hockey the hockey talking show season three episode 14 first we like to call it around these parts the bonk i'm talking radic bonk here uh for talking hockey's 14th episode of our third season i am co-host tom and uh glad you've joined us i've got with me as always calling for the puck and hustling uh down the right wing it's co-host randy and how are you today sir i cannot complain uh i have to give you some solid kudos on the radic bonk pick because (laughs) that is not only a classic player he's got a classic name and there's some classic photos of mr of mr bonk on 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 the internet on the old internet yeah once you go down a uh, mullet uh, rabbit hole on Google image search for Czech hockey players of the nineties. It's you're you're might as well write off two hours of your day there, but uh, a lot of great number 14s over the years, Randy, uh, some classics from the nineties. If you think, you know, Theron flurry uh, kind of like one of the best players of the nineties, a crazy that he's not in the hall of fame. Um, and Dave Andrichuk, another great player of the 90s, uh, I believe, could be wrong, he was the last Leaf player to score 50 goals. Um, and uh, a lot of other 14s, but I had to go, I had to go with Radic Bonk, the import from the Czech Republic uh, in the early 90s, and just what a magnificent head of hair he had. He didn't really make the NHL to the late 90s, and then he was kind of into the thousands a bit. By then he'd cut the hair, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> a quick little radic bonk, uh, you know, if Anecdote? you, yeah, if you quickly, you know, if you check out hockey DB, our good friends over there, um, yeah. uh, you know, I was, I was scrolling down radic bonks, you know, uh, years of, of playing pro hockey and semi-pro and overseas yeah. And um, his his second season of playing pro, he played for the Las Vegas Thunder, mm-hmm. um, which I remember that team quite... Of the uh, IHL. Of the IHL, because um, I don't know, like way back in the day here in Winnipeg, we had uh, NBC out of Detroit. Okay. So, so we would get a lot of like Detroit Tigers games, Detroit Lions... Red Wings, all that kind of stuff, but back way back then, there was the IHL team called the D- the D- Detroit Vipers. And okay. Used, there used to be Vipers games on all the time, and I would watch them on the weekend. And it nice. was like it was like it was pretty like it was IHL, which was kind of neat. I've never but, seen IHL before. But the the Moose when the Moose uh, came to Winnipeg, they were in the IHL. Like that's what oh. was here first, and then it switched to the AHL. 
But uh, so I remember watching uh, quite a few years of IHL hockey. And nice. if, if you look at, um, if you look at the 94, 95 team that Radic Blanc played on, uh, yeah. he had seven, the Las Vegas Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Las Vegas Thunder. Um, he played 33 games that year. He yeah. had seven goals and 13 assists. So not too bad for, yeah. for his, look you at know, the year before that's the crazy year. <laughs> his stats he's got oh, 42 goals, he 208 penalty minutes he oh he, oh oh man this is crazy okay so back to the other year first yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> um so if you look at the goaltending uh tandem or however you want to whatever you want to call it they okay. had former winnipeg jet eldon pokey reddick uh from halifax they had clint Malarchuk, and i think a lot yeah. of people will remember the that kind of gruesome moment of him getting sliced by the skate yeah he was and a buffalo had, saber at that time and yeah and they had uh you know the one woman i guess to only play to the only play woman what, to ever play to, an nhl game yeah uh manon rail was, was in net for uh for a couple games but quite quickly another i just quickly when I, you look at the 93 94 team Wes McCauley was a defenseman and he's a current NHL oh, the ref, ref the crazy <laughs> ref yeah nice. exactly Oh, that's fun. And then if you um, if you do a quickly quick look down the list, it's actually kind of funny. So there's a whole bunch of former Jets here. Um, well, Las Vegas, Las Vegas Thunder. They had Andrew McBain, and they McBain. Had, they yeah, they had Reddick, <laughs> and there was one other one. Oh, Jim Kite, and Jim Kite was actually he had uh, hearing aids. He was actually. I think not if not yeah, completely deaf. deaf or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then on on. Um, the the previous season there was another another former Jet, uh, Brent Ashton. So six live weird uh, weird little IHL's connections here. Them. All to re- all this is like six degrees erratic bonk here. Well, they had so they had Manon Rayom on TV the other night during one of the games or something I believe, and she was talking uh, and it pretty interesting to see. I mean, I remember when she came out and played a game for the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was just an exhibition game, I guess, but. No other woman has played in the NHL, and she. I, I had, I had a Manon Rayom card for sure that I remember because I had it in, possibly still do have it in like the plastic shield or whatever. Because I was like, oh, this will be worth something for sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then you know, speaking of players who became refs, former Manitoba Moose D man, I believe Peter Stakoyowicz. He's now a referee. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like in so, the AHL or what? Yeah, in the AHL. Yeah, so uh, viable career option for uh, players who just want to keep fit and have fun, I suppose. But, if you if you look at Manuel Rayom's um, hockey DB page, it doesn't list the Tampa Bay Lightning. That must have been a, a preseason game. It was. It was an exhibition game for sure. But HDB doesn't list it, but that's okay. We know in our hearts. We, well, I, was, I remember uh, watching that on TV yeah. or, you know, like, and that was a pretty classic moment. For sure. Yeah. She was um, quite the quite the goalie, you know. She had a lot of, um, like, she went, like, I mean, she played IHL, I assume, uh, at least for a little while on that team with Radic Bonk or whatever. And, you know, uh, you know, I can't think of too many other women who played in the pro leagues with men. I think Haley Wickenheiser did possibly overseas uh, for a year or two before she kind of retired there, but I can't recall exactly the details, but 
look, Randy, uh, I'm thirsty, buddy. So let's get into these um, talking hockey craft beers of the week. And I, I had to uh, follow your lead from last week and get myself one of these Sucrum's plot twist coffee pilsners. Uh, it just sounded so darn delicious that it's I, so good. Yeah. I had to uh, pop over to our friends at Sucrum's Brewery located at Confusion Corner, just a couple blocks south. If you'd like to buy some airtime, uh, Sucrums, <laughs> yeah. you can definitely. Well, we've, we've already given you a ton of, ton of, ton of free airtime. So. <laughs> and this week for me, I have uh, from Nonsuch, I have the Irish Red. I had this last weekend, not uh-huh. on the show. I just had this, you know, uh, you know, as I was relaxing for the weekend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I know this is a good one and I, I'm going back to the well. Nice one. Well, Randy, we've got a good show of talking hockey ahead of us. Um, we're going to talk some Jets and Leafs, uh, recap their game from Thursday night, uh, March 11th, that uh, we are recording just after that game ended. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, we will have some hot takes, I'm sure, about that. Um, and then later in the, later in the uh, game, I was going to say, but later in the show, we are going to play a little game of hockey card war, a little something that we enjoy doing on the show from time to time. And it's been a while. And uh, we'll also be hitting up the Tanev time. So stay tuned for that coming up later in the program. Uh, but first, Randy, let us recap this whole Jets Leafs game happened tonight. The final was a four to three victoire for Lays Maple Leafs. Uh, in overtime, so the Jets do snag a point. They now have three of four points so far out of the two games with Toronto. Then they got a game on Saturday night yet to come. Uh, but uh, not a bad showing after two games for the Jets. Um, and tonight's game, you know, they they were there, and I think uh, they, they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. You know what I mean? Uh, they kind of kind of blew it in a way but uh not the not the outcome you'd like to see but it and then they got a point and Connor Hellebuck was pretty fantastic so uh what what are your main takeaways of what we just saw um in the Jets Leafs game here Thursday night well I'd have to say it's nice to see Connor and Ehlers starting to connect oh uh, yeah I, I would say uh PLD Peter Luke of the woods looks like he's still maybe a step behind the boys. Absolutely. Like his passes have been off a little bit. Yeah. He did get an assist tonight, but you know, it, it's look, he's looking, I don't know. Like I, if, if I was the coach, I would might've, you know, halfway through the third, I might've put him back with Shifley and Wheeler and put Stasny with Connor Neelers and just yeah. tried that again. But they, you know, they ended up scoring late to tie the game and then forcing overtime Uh quick, quick other just hot takes. Uh, you know what? What can you expect when when the Leafs are just shelling Connor Hellebuck like that? Yeah, like you know, it's great to see him. You know, come up with such big saves and keep the boys in the game. But you can only let that. You can that can, will only sustain itself for so long. Leafs um, had so many great A opportunities yeah. and like several breakaways and uh, just you know exactly like you say you can only sort of hold off the onslaught for so long. Even though the Jets won the first game the other night, and then you know they they at least forced overtime or not forced overtime, but they got a point. Um, the Leafs have looked like the better team both nights. Like you know they're they're 
like their skill level and speed and their the way they pursue the puck is just so much better than the Jets. Um, you know, again, you know, and we've kind of been saying this all season. It's pretty wild that the Jets are like flirting with the top of the North Division, even though like it seems like they haven't been playing their best hockey mm-hmm. yet or great hockey yet. So hopefully they'll peak at the right time. And last thing, uh, you know, I've been kind of maybe uh, giving JMO a bit of a rough ride over on our WhatsApp, you know, every once in a while. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been, you know, he scored that first goal on the his first yeah. goal of the season, the goal on the power play there the other night. And then it, he had a pretty good game tonight. So he did. Maybe, maybe yeah. he's just rounding the corner and maybe he, you know. Uh, Starting to I, find his form a little bit. I sure. left my phone open or something and he walked by and he saw some messages and he's like, <laughs> oh, I should really pick up my game for uh, yeah. for the boys at Talking Hockey. So. Uh, he has yeah, looked I, really good in the he's last better, couple yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, a lot better than he did to start the season for sure. Neil Pionk looked great again tonight. Uh, some of the other Jets defensemen, not so good. And you know what? Even times when uh, Pionk and Morrissey were on the ice, the Leafs had their way in the Ozone just because it's the Leafs, I guess. You know, when you put uh, Tavares, Marner, Matthews, Etc. on the ice, those guys are good hockey players. Um, but you know, like, here's one key aspect of tonight's game that if the Jets could do anything with their pat talking hockey trademark sour play, um, you know, it could be a different game. They had a couple power play opportunities, and the Leafs ended up with more shots on the yeah. penalty kill than the Jets did on their power play, more or less. I think so. Like, if the Jets could just adjust a power like i don't know what is it just it it honestly like angers me a little bit like how the uh stubborn their power play tactics have been right now yeah let's just keep doing the same thing it's like i'm yeah uh butting your head against the wall or whatever but hey man i don't know i guess it works one in five times and that's good enough for paul maurice but like they had a chance they could have put that game on ice probably at one point. Uh, yeah, they had a they power play when the they're three, up 2 1. They had to, to, yeah, and, um, you know, whatever it is, what and it f- is. F- their buddy, former former Winnipeg Jet, Zach, Zach Bogosian, took pe- two penalties today. Like, you yeah. know, they could have at least repaid him by scoring on one. But, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you're right. It's like, it's, it's that same thing. And it's like, maybe it's the old school mentality of Paul Maurice of playing like the long game that eventually it's going to start working. Yeah, um, but like, whereas it, like you see so many young coaches really changing and adapting on the fly, like for how the game is going. So yeah. it's just a frustrating thing that, you know, we tend to tend to see here quite a bit. Um, and it, yeah, how you mentioned like um, Mitch Marner, the one man PK almost looks better than the five man power play at times yeah. for the Winnipeg gets uh, silly. It is. But uh and like I, I, I'm pretty sure on the broadcast there that uh, Sawyer or Bayak was kind of talking about how they were putting a positive spin on how the Jets' power play was uh, sour play, and uh, and you know um, they were and they did praise the Leafs' penalty kill, which I will agree with. It it, it was effective, you know. They were. Um, they were like on the puck. They didn't. They didn't kind of collapse and sit back. They were very. They attacked it. You know. They are always yeah. on the puck. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of that was a big difference in the game to me. Was just that because um, I d- did the Jets take a penalty? I can't remember. I don't think they did. 
No, yeah, they did. They did. The Leafs had a shortened power play or something like that, uh, and they yeah. didn't score. But it, uh, it was yeah, it 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 went um, four on four for a while, and then the Leafs had about a minute yeah. from the PP there. Yeah, but so that that's good, you know, discipline wise or whatever. But they did have the couple power plays, and they did nothing with them. Well, yeah, the second power play I believe they had was negated because they gave up a shorthanded breakaway and then cop took a penalty on that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, how many breakaways do they give up? It's just, so it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, And then the power play was pretty uh, inefficient, predictable, stagnant, uninspired. Yeah. Your your power play, your power play needs to be the weapon that like, you know, gives you that edge. And like, like we just said, jets were up two one. They went to the power play. They could have taken a three, one lead. That would have made a a pretty big difference in the game. I think like, yeah, sure. They would sit back a little bit, but uh, it gives you that cushion. But but, uh, actually, uh, you know, over the past couple of days, I've been seeing, you know, quite a bit of online discussion about like where the, where the where the divisions rank um, amongst each other, and it's it's such a different season this year because no one gets to play each other. So like from from across the border, so you know there's a lot of lot of hockey fans from down south, kind of ripping the the North Division, saying like this is by far the worst division. Um, you know, no wonder of you know like a team like the Jets that aren't even that good are in second place and no wonder the Leafs are in first because they're playing a bunch of get, like uh, no good teams or whatever. What, what's, what's your take on, on, you know, you've watched a fair amount of hockey with your g- game center uh, package over there. Like wh- yeah. wh- where would you rank, um, you know, the North, the North division or, or where would you just like, yeah. ha- if you had to comment on all the divisions, would you say right. that the North is the we- weakest one? I don't know that I, I don't think that the North is the weakest. There's, there's a lot of offense and it is what it is, but I mean, like, is anybody surprised about that? It's Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and Mark Shifley and Nikolai Ehlers and uh, Peterson and Vancouver. And uh, you know, like uh, I guess Gutro and Monahan and Calgary. I'm not sure who their super offensive stars are, but you know, it's, it's there. It seems like all the teams have um, some high profile offensive superstars. So like, I don't think we should be surprised that these guys, even when they play American teams, they light it up and get, you know, like what did uh, dry had five points last night or something like that. Like, I mean, dry can do that against any team. doesn't matter if it's North division or not, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't, I think, I think that, maybe some of the conversation about the weakest division comes from the fact that when you look at the scoring race and everything that, uh, you know, (laughs) a lot of them are from Canadian teams. I don't have this, this scoring race in front of me, but like, uh, you know, and then the Leafs are one of the top teams in the league. So, but we've seen in the last four or five Leafs games that, you know, they're not, immune to losing like the uh yeah this was their first win in what three games four games i believe right they lost three in a row and then they won a game in overtime so like and if anything i think we could look at the jets game yesterday or the other day and then today and say like yeah they can play with the leafs like the leafs aren't some big mythical team to be feared but you know they're good 
for sure. So, but like when you, when I think of the other divisions, to me, the West division, the, the Honda West uh, is, uh, you know, led by Vegas, St. Louis and Mini are right there. And then Colorado is a little behind them. And then you got LA and Arizona who are both kind of like maybe teams, but and then their weak teams are Anaheim, San Jose. To me, that's the best division. Um, I've watched a bunch of Minnesota, Colorado games, some Vegas games, some LA games. And yeah, like I, I think that those are all pretty darn good teams. And, uh, you know, like I, I also think that each division has, it's like pretty darn good team. So like when you think of Vegas or in the East, it's like, you know, Washington or the Islanders. And then the central, you got Tampa, Florida, Carolina, that kind of thing. Like they've all, all the divisions have pretty good teams. And then they um, got some stinkers too. Exactly. So I think it all comes out in the wash really, as far as, strength of division i am sure there's some advanced statistical method that somebody's employed somewhere to show the true strengths or whatever but from eye test i'm like the north division's very it's got a lot of flashy offense that doesn't necessarily mean it's weaker in my opinion i would also say like how much how much coverage do you think the north division is actually getting in the states right like no one no exactly. one it's probably nowhere down there so that's you get the highlights of dry sidled Dipsy doodling between five senators scoring a goal. Yeah. And so everybody's like, oh, the North. So, you know, but like, I'm sure like the rest of the divisions and the main, the main markets are getting, you know, their fair, fair share of coverage down there. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. You'd, you'd have to think like, you know, North division teams aren't, aren't, you know, the top of the sports cast for a lot of American stations. I'm sure they're not even, Certainly even not, making yeah. them. So, but yeah, you, uh, you, uh, the other day there, you're mentioning to me, um, you put together a little list of, uh, well, of, of some, of some bands that would represent, um, uh, each city or what, yeah, where so did that come from again? Friend of the show, Justin Bieber has released a love song for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sorry, a love letter to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And it's a YouTube sensation. Don't ask me anything else about it because I don't, I didn't watch it. I don't know. Uh, but it's like a new song. And uh, anyway, it got me thinking, like, what a perfect fit. You know, the Toronto Maple Leafs and Justin Bieber, if he's their musical ambassador, it just kind of makes you think like, well, it's kind of like, could you hate them even more? And, uh, you know, but it's just like, it just seemed like such a classic fit. So it got me thinking like who, if we, if, if each team had to have a musical ambassador, who would it be? And starting with, you know, your hometown Winnipeg jets, um, the, there's a number of bands, right? Like we could have gone with uh, Propagandi or who the Guess Who, you know that kind of thing. But I think I think the weaker bands are a pretty like classic Winnipeg band that uh, you know they've got the song "One Great City" with a classic line about the Jets leaving in '96, and and then he says, "Ah, oh, they were lousy anyway," kind of thing, you know. And so for me the weaker thans would be Winnipeg's band. Uh, but let's go, let's go like 
west to east then um with vancouver classic punk rock out there like so many uh you know that was kind of like the canadian epicenter in the 70s of of punk rock and stuff and and doa came onto the scene back then late late 70s early 80s and their classic vancouver band you know like how the canucks rioted after they lost the the cup in in 2011 like doa they're all about activism and rioting yeah. and not standing down you know so i'm sure it's like i feel like they're a good representative of the canucks heading on over to uh to alberta like um i guess we should have gone east to west i'll come back to alberta yeah well, you can finish with alberta just, yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. go go back go back to the east who, who you got for Montreal? all over the country yeah. here yeah we got aeroplane so miles to use here how about montreal sorry uh yeah. Yeah, with Celine Dion. How about Celine? Hey, I believe there's a pretty famous photo of her in a Habs jersey, and and who better encapsulates you know the Quebecois uh, to an international stage than than Miss Celine Dion, and uh, and then Ottawa, a great punk scene in the sort of like 2010s. You had the White Wires, Steve Ademic band. Um, the Riptides, you know, lots of great bands there. Maybe one of them. I don't really know much about Ottawa. It doesn't seem like the centers get one, but in Calgary, how about George Canyon, classic country superstar? You know, he was on uh, Trailer Park Boys as a uh, Lands and Forests Ranger one in one of their early seasons. Uh, he's he's originally from Nova Scotia, won a country music singing contest, and now he sings the national anthem for the Flames. But Let's go to Edmonton and we're going to play a song from this band, SNFU. They kind of, uh, that's where they formed and got their start and probably one of Canada's most iconic punk bands. And this is a song called Wreck in Progress. And it's kind of like what it's like to watch a Jets power play. You just see it (laughs) happening, but right before your eyes, you can't turn away. It's a wreck in progress.
great band right there. Love SNFU. That is from their album. Uh, in the meantime and in between time came out in the early thousands, 2003 or so, I'll say. Uh, but you'll just Google it anyway. But yeah, it's a great song. Add that one to your playlist. Faux show. Um, yeah, Randy, is it time for some hockey card it's war? It's time. Or I, what? Yeah, I think the last time we actually played hockey card war was probably back in the underground bunker, maybe. It mm. seems like it's been that long. It has been a while. We may have done it uh, when we first kind of went virtual here. Um, like, you know, about a year ago, you know, it was a year ago today that the la- NHL, like the Jets played the Oilers. That was the last uh, night of the NHL. And that was a year ago today. And then, um, so it was a Wednesday, I believe. Thursday, they canceled the league. Uh, or maybe it was a Thursday and then Friday, they canceled the league. Either way. Um, yeah, it's pretty much a year ago today. And yeah. that's, um, it actually feels like four years ago. So there you go. Right. So, so that actually, was probably the last time we played yeah. hockey card war. So before we get into this, uh, what I'm going to do here in post-production is I'm going to lay the, some new music down underneath oh, this whole section. Great. So just tell me, tell me about the, the track that you found and, and who, who made it and, and, and what's your connection. Okay. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, it's John Rambo is the music name. He's a, a great old buddy of mine from, from back in Nova Scotia. Grew up with him, and he's uh, just a super musician. Um, he's got a home studio, and he's very into making beats and producing uh, songs and stuff these days. And uh, so he, he did a thing during the month of February that he called, uh, oh, man, I don't know, 28 beats in 28 days, whatever. He, he put out a beat a day. And he was like, this was like the hardest thing ever to come up with something fresh each day or whatever. You know, it's like at first it maybe seems like, oh, it's no problem. But then, you you know, you get a week or two into it. And uh, but he made he made a lot of great beats. And it's like, um, you know, if you like those like uh, chill hip hop mix or like just like instrumental hip hop mixes and stuff like that while you're working, you know, yeah. find it very good. Uh, conducive I'm, I'm totally to that. into that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so like, it's really great for that. And, uh, and then, you know, if you could rap, you could imagine rapping over it or something like that. But like, yeah, I just, he, he made this one and it's like eighties um, television theme song style. And I just thought, man, that's got some real pizzazz to it. I really like the way I think it would be like a, a great segment type of song or whatever for, for this kind of pro segment or whatever. So yeah, cool. it's uh, right on. John so, Rambo uh, from Nova Scotia and uh, yeah, go to his YouTube, John Rambo and, uh, or John Rambo music, I believe maybe. Um, and uh, yeah, he's uh, pretty dope as the kids say. I right on. Okay. So here comes the, here comes the music. So here's the rules, boys and girls. Um, yeah. So hockey card war is basically you grab a pack of hockey cards, you find a buddy and then you like t- take out one card at a time and you uh, pick the winner by either the, whoever is the better player. If it's a draw, then you can just be like all oh, that picture is so much cooler. Yeah, or, and, yeah or, and sometimes or, it's not necessarily the better player, but just the better card. Yeah, so you, you'll hear what we do here on the fly. Um, a couple just important notes. If you get one of those dreaded horizontal cards, you automatic automatically lose. Um, <laughs> what if you both draw a horizontal? Well, then I guess yeah, you just got to go to the next. No one. points awarded. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the net. We're gonna just do a qu- quick 
quick, uh, quick, quick and dirty one. We'll eventually turn this into a very polished piece with, mm-hmm. with like an intro and all this stuff. But nice. we'll just this is a bit of a you know shaking off the rust. Yeah. So we've I, got these brand new packs here, uh, and we're gonna just take ten cards out of these. Right? No, 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 no. One last thing. Sorry. Okay. So. Um, the other thing is like you always have to look in the background. So sometimes in in your hockey card you might have like Sid the Kid like in yeah. the background of like a Eric Halla card or something, right? So <laughs> you gotta have you gotta look in the background. That counts that, too. That counts too. Um, uh, and then so as I mentioned last week, we kind of uh, we were chatting about hockey card war at the end of last episode. These are two hockey these these are packs of hockey cards. 2018 2019 parkers hockey cards mm. um the 20s 2017 2018 are the ones that i found in the dusty ass corner of walmart um this is the next year so they're not so dusty yet they don't 30 have the, cards in a pack that's a super yeah, pack they, they don't have the the great value sticker on these ones but what we're gonna do for this and they're high quality yeah i'll leave i'll leave it up to you so we're gonna open it up we're yeah. gonna do all 30 cards I'll let you decide if you want to shuffle at all, or if you just want to um, go and, and then go for it. And then I say, can... let's just take them out as they kind of like, you know, start hey, on one side. Of are the you going to take just... from the back or the front? Uh, depends how I get this thing open. Okay. <laughs> okay like, we're, going, we're digging I in. Need, I need scissors or something. <laughs> there we there go. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got it nicely opened here. Oh, we're doing all thirty. Yeah, let's just do all 30 really quickly. All right. Um, so, yeah, basically oh, kind of say your look, card. There's a, like for, a, for, I can't believe the they listeners. put these things in a... In a yeah, what's that? that? Yeah, the yeah. It's like security a security tag thing. Yeah. <laughs> Protecting their... Uh, in, well, these are hot, these are par cards, so there might be a Gordie Howe rookie card in here. I don't know. These are nice cards, man. Yeah. For sure. So, I'm going to... I got them face up, and I'm just going to go... So you know what? what's what's facing you, the back or the front? Like the top of the card. Okay. And I'll just go. Well, no, then that doesn't make sense. I guess. But the okay, I'm gonna hold them. I'm gonna hold them with the top of the card. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you're gonna down, go like this. And I'll draw them from. Yeah, yeah. From the bottom. The bottom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and then <laughs> so what we'll do for the listeners, we'll say who our card is, and then you know whatever. Then we'll decide. We'll, and yeah, then yeah. we'll and then we'll keep going. Okay. Um, so so we've, and we've hold got... it up to the screen here. Yeah. So that yeah. you and I can see it. Yeah. All right. Okay, ready? Three, two, yeah. one. War. I got Devin Dubnik. I got the Minnesota Wild. I got Oliver Oliver Ekman Larson. I like Doobie. I mean, he's got the nickname Doobie. And Doobie almost fought uh, Bennington last week. That's there, right. So, so he gets he gets ultimate props. See, I guess. See, it's it's like it's you make decisions on the fly like that, boys and girls. <laughs> okay. You ready? Go. One, two, three, four. Oh, I just threw half my cards on the floor. <laughs> it's also really hard to see right there. I got Marcus Johansson of the New, New Jersey Devils. I got Hornquist, Patrick Hornquist. Two I like times, Horny. Two-time like Stanley Cup winner with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, I like Horny. I'm putting my victory cards in one pile and my loser cards in another. He was on the HBK line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Key ready? member of those Penguins Cups teams. All right, three, two, one, war. Uh, I got a Montreal Canadian, Jonathan Drouin. Oh, uh, I, I got Abblecator, and I don't even think he's playing anymore. So maybe Drouin gets it. Yeah, Drouin is having an underrated season this year, to be honest with you. He's um, got like 12 assists and playing now uh, for Dominic Ducharme, his former coach with the Halifax Mooseheads. 
So, yeah. All right. Three, okay. two, one. War. I got Brock Nelson. Brock Nelson. Nice. He's having a pretty solid. Well, he's always having a solid season over there on the island. Yeah, for sure. And I've got for the Carolina Hurricanes, Sebastian Ajo. Oh, Ajo's got that one for sure. He's he's a nifty player, that Sebastian Ajo. Uh, Patrick Laine's friend from Finland. All right, ready? Three, two, one, war. Oh, stuck together. <laughs> I got Justin Falk, the St. Louis Blue. Now, oh, buddy, on Carolina Hurricanes in this card. Battle of defensemen, then, because I've got defenseman Colton Pareko of the St. Louis Blues. These oh. guys are probably D partners. Yeah, that's a pretty tight race. Yeah, that's a really hard one, to be to be honest. I'd, I'd have to maybe give this one to Falk, though, because look look at that uh, He's a captain. Sweater. But look, Cap- look, look at that lip sweater oh. there. Oh, yeah. Why didn't you say so sooner? <laughs> That's a glorious mustache on the John on the, uh, the Justin Falk uh, card there. Yeah, captain of the Canes. I didn't realize he was captain, and now he's a St. Louis Blue, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Huh. And uh, Petrangelo went to uh, Vegas there. That's right. Yeah. How do you like okay. them apples? All right. Three, two, one. War. Oh. I got, I got Cogliano. That guy's an Iron Man, or he was at least. I got Josh Bailey of the New York Islanders. I got to give that to Bales. Really? Better. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Bailey's way better than Cogliano. Yeah, but Cogliano's had that longevity. Hard to say. Yeah, I got an old, know. bald guy, like the timekeeper in the background. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I got to give that to Bales for oh, sure. Okay. All yeah. right. Josh Bailey. Yeah, if you got to defer to the stats on the back, I guess. Let's just quickly defer to the stats on the back of that one. Okay, what, what, pick pick a year. Okay, uh, like, I'll pick his best year here. Well, okay, well, his best year, he had 71 points in 76 games. So that's pretty good. Yeah. That's Cogs 27, had, 17, 18. 42 and 82. Okay. All right. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. War. I got the bread man. Oh, I've got uh, Cogliano's teammate, Ricard Raquel. Great well, name, I, but I think Panarin's going to I think the bread one. man gets this one. Yeah. Columbus Blue Jacket, no more. No. Oh, and uh, also, Panarin back with the Rangers in practice yesterday. Yeah, uh, he must have. Did, did they play tonight? He dealt with the Russian mob, and he's back to hockey. He's, yeah, so. he's, he's free. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, and war. Oh, I got Duncan Keith. Oh, nice. You win. I don't even know who I got. Brett Pes- Pesci. Pesci. He's, he's a good player, but you got to give sure. this to Dunks. Yeah, Keith's. And it says Winnipeg Manitoba on the back of this card here, boys. Nice. Where's Brett Pesci from, just for comparison's sake? Terrytown, New York. I like the name. That's a fun town name, Terrytown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like I have so many more cards. There's a lot. Should we stop pretty soon? Like, well, um, how many have we done here? We've done eight. Because uh, we also have, uh, we got roughly ten minutes left in the show. So, how much time do we want for for Tanit time? Yeah, we can go another go couple, couple minutes, minutes here. Okay, well, let's go Look, four we've, more we've cards. We've done eight. We'll do. We'll go to fifteen. Okay. How's that? Okay, let's go quick here. Okay. 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 Three, two, one, more. Yeah. Ekblad, you got Flurry. Yeah, Mark Andre Flurry. That's Flurry for sure. Absolutely. You love the guy. Oh, how can you not? 
Okay, three, three two, two, one. Two, one, war. Well, Pommonville, I don't even think he's a pro anymore. I got Ryan Johansson of the Nashville Predators. I hate the Preds, and those are stupid yellow jerseys, so you I win. Hate jo- I hate Johansson, too, so yeah, yeah I guess I get, I get the Pommonville win. Pommonville all the way on that one. I get the win on hate. <laughs> three, two, one. Four. Jaden Schwartz, the Jet Killer. Oh, and Jordan Eberle. Oh, and both Saskatchewan guys, I think. Yeah, right? Melford, Saskatchewan for. Yeah, and Regina, Saskatchewan. Tough one here. Tough one. Eberle I'd honestly scored. have to give it to Eberle for being um, immortalized on the top yeah, of the hockey yeah. intro his, there, the other, the other episodes there. For sure. And his uh, first NHL goal was like one of the nicest first ever goals you'll ever see. He I agree. Coast to coast on Calgary. Okay. All right. Three, two, Three, one. Two, one, four. Travis Konechny. And I got Wee Willie Nylander of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, I think I have to take this one because... Konechny, 100%. Yeah. But look, Willie without his hair. Yeah, and number 29 because now he's number 88. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's so much cooler now for sure, but he loses this one for sure. Okay. Konechny's got a nice backhander, that kid does. I like a good backhander. All right. How many is that now? Let's do two more. Because we're, we're running out of time. Okay, okay. Two more. Two more. Here we go. All right. Three, two, one, war. I got Pecorini. Uh, Pastanac. Oh, you got pa- the Pastaman. Yeah, the Pastaman's going to take this one. Yeah, eh? Pecorini sucks. This was this was when he's he was still, uh, after four seasons, he had 94 goals. He was just heating up. All right, last one. Here we go. Okay. Three, Three, two, one. One, war. Oops, sorry. Oh. I got Freddie Anderson. And I got William Wild Bill Carlson. Jeez. This is the card for the, the year from, he played. Well, do you Vegas give it to him for that season? Because that's when he scored all those goals. And yeah. He's kind of been a ghost since, but I can't give it to Freddie here. <laughs> but Freddie, if, Fred, if Freddie was still know, on the Ducks this, this year, I'd give it to Freddie. Yeah, Actually, but something he, I just learned on this on the tonight's broadcast is that he's from Denmark. I thought he was Swedish. Oh yeah, no, him yeah. and Nick Ehlers are countrymen. Yeah, and old Nick Ehlers beat him twice on a couple beauty shots, but wasn't enough for the Jets as they lost to the uh, Leafs in overtime five or four three. You know what? Here's a question for you: Why did uh, they not start the line of Ehlers, Connor, Dubois? when Ehlers has been so hot and was clearly the best Jets forward in the game. Yeah, I don't know. Again, you got to give it to your old dogs, I guess, for some reason. For some reason, I guess. Old dogs rule. I had. To, uh, I have to just peek through the rest of my cards here just because I'm so curious. Okay. And I got a really cool Alex Del Vecchio one. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like this Ooh. hologram one. Very nice, very nice. Original six, yeah. You know what? These cards rule, dude. I'm gonna buy a uh, bunch of these. Oh look, there's a there's a horizontal Carlson one. Oh, I, I didn't View get any horizontals in here. But uh, I got a uh, Nolan Patrick from uh, he's from oh, Winnipeg, sweet. Manitoba. Yeah. You know he's had a rough go as a Philadelphia Flyer so far. He scored a game-winning goal, I think, in the shootout the other night. There. Did he? Okay. Yeah. yeah. His season this year has been better. Well, it's hard. It's easy to be better than not having a season, I suppose, like he did last year. He didn't even play, right? So. But I got some uh, some good cards in here, um, liking them, and they're nice cards. They're glossy. Yeah. I got a picture on the back. 
you get a couple years of stats. These cards have everything you could ask for, except maybe I could use like one sentence or like you yeah. know, one line about like uh, like Justin tra- Schultz enjoys a pregame hot dog or something. Yeah, Travis Connecting likes to get pucks deep with the boys. <laughs> something just okay to give so us we're, little... we're we're down to about four minutes left here so uh we better run the yeah run the tape so quick quick little uh you know uh set up here our our good good friend carter the car guy from mcquillips toyota wrote a little jingle for us for tanev time so here's the tanev time jingle we'll be right back we're talking brandon tanev here be confused by Chris Tanev, his older brother, Brandon Tanev here. He's a speedy check and winger from the Jets yesteryear. Tanev time! All right, thanks for that, Carter. Uh, he whipped that, uh, you know, turned that around in quite, in what, a couple days? He was shooting us some group texts and he's like, I'm going to put a song together for the boys and and there it was. Uh, we so were th- trying to get a free car out of them, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're like, look, we'll talk about Mc, uh, McPhillips Toyota on the program. Maybe it's worth a, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Toyota, like, Yaris or whatever. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Or even if it's from, like, 14 years ago, if they yeah, had yeah. back then. <laughs> but, but uh, no, instead we got a jingle, which, hey, that that's okay with me. Uh, it's Tanev time. Everybody's favorite time. We're talking Tanev. Uh, Brandon had a goal tonight for the Penguins as they won. Uh, what was the score of that game? Five. They beat four, Buffalo, five, which five, isn't two, a big surprise. Like that. Yeah, Penguins took care of business as they should. Five two against Actually, Sabers and peng- Tanev. Pe- sorry, the Penguins are heating up too right now. Like I don't yeah. know if that's been something since since Berkey and Hextall have come on board, but they're seven and three lost, in their last yeah. ten. And yeah, they're, they're now in a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah. They're playing well. And, um, you know, they're they're a team. I think that there's parallels to the Jets with what the Penguins are as a team. However, um, they have Sidney Crosby and Malkin. And, uh, you know, so there's a bit of a leg up on that regard. But, uh, you know, the, their third line is made up of former Winnipeg Jet third liner, uh, Brandon Tanev. And then they got Teddy Bluger. And then they got Zach Aston Reese, but he may have been bumped up in the lineup due to injury. I can't recall, but excuse me. Um, so actually, scored his sixth of the season and it was assisted by Teddy Bluger, AKA Freddy Krueger, the no, Minnesota madman. Not um, to be confused with Freddy. Krueger. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, actually maybe for some, any, if there's any brand new listeners out there, could you could you maybe uh, just recap where Tanev time comes from and, and how does Carter fit into all this? Yeah, sure. So Tanev time really originally stemmed from uh, a summer backyard barbecue hangout session and up at the car guy's house. And, and he was, you know, we're all Tanev fans. We're all Jets fans. And this is right after Tanev signed his lucrative contract with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And you know, he'd yet to play a game for the pens. And, uh, I was, I was riding high on that and thinking, Oh my God, they're going to put Tanev with Sidney Crosby and Sid's going to get Tanev like 50 goals. <laughs> Basically that's my thinking. Right. And so the, we, we made a, a friendly wager of, uh, of $10 or something. And, 
it, it was just like Tanev's going to score. Now, this is where I always forget if it was originally 20 or 30, but I think you uh, said 30. Yeah, I think yeah. I said 30, and he didn't come close to that. You know? <laughs> like, but to, to, to your defense, if you think back to the days of Pascal Dupuis and Chris Kunitz. And that's what I was thinking. It's not that much different than that, really. But I know. Uh, I was like, yeah. uh, Tanev will go to the net with his stick on the ice. Kraus will find him. There's 30 goals. Like next season, <laughs> so- next season, you know, you and I could give Ronnie Hextall a phone call and be like, Ronnie – you know the you know those two wingers like you know the back to the, back to the future reference where he's like, hey, it's your cousin Marvin Marvin Barry. You know the new sound you're looking for. It's like, well, we'll we'll, we'll do this to Ron Hextall. It's like, hey, Ronnie, you know those two wingers you're looking for for Sid the Kid. It's like me and you, me and Tommy, and it's like both of us pot thirty next year. Like it's totally possible because Sid just the Kid is that and, good. Just show up in the NHL, put your stick on the ice, go to the net. So yeah, we'll just find you. he'll put one off your butt or. Off your head yeah. or whatever and you'll, you before you know it you've got 30 and you find like, signed a six by six and you're good to go I've you might get bought out nordic track in the off season <laughs> i'm good to go you might get bought out to two seasons into your contract but hey like you still had a good run with the boys yeah exactly. so anyways that's where the that's where the brandon tanev tanev time comes from um yeah. and he's having a great season and it's like, well yes he, so we've altered our, our wager car guy and i and uh basically uh i the new wager is over under on last season's totals and last season he had 14 over the course of what, uh, how many games would that have been? Uh, no, sorry. Last season, he 11 over the course of 68 His career high is 14. That was with the, his last season with the jets. So this season in 26 games, he's got six goals, six assists. Um, he's a plus nine seven penalty minutes, five of those were in one shot. He had a fight and, uh, you know, he's like a hitting machine. I think he's tops in the leagues or in the top three in the league for body checks and block shots. He's one of the league leaders in that. So, um, he's a good, like depth guy for fantasy roster, uh, where for fantasy teams for where you have can have like those, shot blocks and hits and whatever those kind of plus minus that kind of stuff. He's good for that. Um, and in this season he's been chipping in offensively more than kind of he has in the past. I don't know what his points per game is right now, but I think it's among the best of his career. Well, and I think you could call him, he's, he's your spark plug. He's the spark plug for the team. He gets yeah. the boys going, whether it's a hit or a good play or just yeah. get, getting, getting pucks deep or whatever. So uh, thanks Carter for, for the jingle, uh, for the listeners yeah, at home, fun. you're going to, you're going to be hearing a lot more of that over the next little while. Um, and actually just to, you know, uh, end things off here, uh, you know, over the past week, past couple of weeks I've noticed a little bit of curling action there Tommy and it looks like uh, they maybe took took a page out of the NHL's book and they set themselves up with a with a bit of a bubble kind of bubble going on for for the, right. men, the men's and women's uh uh Scotties and and uh I don't know what what do they call it the Briar like I'm the Briar and the Scotties the tournament of hearts right it's in Calgary is where they've got the bubble going there um at Olympic Canada, what do you call it? COP, right? Which is like kind of Bowness, West Calgary area. It's pretty, I, I love it. I love it part of town, honestly, like Bowness and the sort of West foothills or whatever there. Yeah, you know, you're on your way to Banff pretty much. Yeah, when you're yeah exactly. Yeah. So 
really nice part of Calgary there. And then, so they got the briar going in the bubble and um, look, I like playing curling. Um, you know, I didn't do any this year, obviously, but I don't know much about watching curling or like, I don't follow it, but my dad is like a curling addict. I've got a couple buddies who are super curling addicts. And like, you know, my one buddy, he sends me Instagram videos all the time like like clips or whatever of like these sweet curling shots or whatever and it's like nice. <laughs> that's sweet so, that's actually on instagram oh yeah but you can get anything on there <laughs> so, but but the briar is going on and that is canada's like top curling all the the best of the the creme to the creme are there you know what i'm saying so um but before that was the women's tournament the scotties which they call the tournament of hearts and hey, look, we talked about them a little bit earlier. The weaker thans, um, they've got a song, a classic song called Tournament of Hearts. And we're going to play it for you right here on Talking Hockey as we head on out. So I guess without any further ado, this is the Tournament of Hearts by the weaker thans. Thanks for listening to Talking Hockey. Keep your stick on the ice. Check your like. Come on back next week, too. We'll see you then. Now the lounge is full of farmers for the south. Again, I'll go.